All right, Pylon listeners, we are back getting ready for week 11 of the NFL season. There is a lot to talk about. We have an NFC North matchup this week. And then we got the Lions and Bears also in action. Everybody in action at noon this Sunday. Um, Newton Central, of course. But before we get into all that, let's get to the Pylon crew. I'm Big Z representing the Detroit Lions. And we got Barney representing the Bears. What's up, boys? Good to be back. Then we have Remy representing the Vikings. 100% cheese free. Let the border battle begin. (laughs) (laughs) And then last but not least, we have Kinger representing the Packers. As always, gentlemen, great to be back. With you, this is one of Remy's favorite weeks of the year, I know. Big game this week. Let's talk some football. Absolutely. And that's the first one we're going to dive into, um, the Vikings hosting uh, the Packers. Remy, you're going to the game, right, on Sunday? I'm going to the game with a buddy of mine who I've gone to games in the past, and we are 3-0, and including preseason, uh, when both in oh, attendance. Boy. Um yeah, no, I'll be at the game, and it's, like I said, if I could ditch all the games I go to and just go to this one game every year, I would. It's my favorite game to go to. It's like a playoff game, no matter the record. Um, if you're a Viking fan, you hate the Packers, and if you're a Packer fan, you hate the Vikings. So it's 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 a good rivalry, and I've seen some shit, and I've also uh, dealt with some shit, but nonetheless, expect <laughs> a good game. Kinger, is it is a... Is there a true hatred for the Vikings uh, from the Packers side, or is it just is it just Remy's uh, perspective on things? I mean, I'd say in general, yes. I, you know, is, is, this is just going to sound lame, but I honestly don't like hate any other team in the division. Is as weird as that sounds, I dislike and I enjoy watching the fan bases squirm and struggle as they have over the years. But uh, for me, look, it's another week. We've we've been on top of the division for the most part for the last 20-plus years, so it's just another week of football. We're looking to end these Vikings playoff hopes here early, and, and I'm real confident on it. But I'd say in general, absolutely, a lot of Packers fans hate the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Remy, do you go with a, a, a another Packers No, fan absolutely not. Vikings no, fan? no, no. Vikings all the way. I would never watch this game in person with a Packer fan. I have been requested – to go to games with what about Packer Kinger? Fans. What if Kinger would want to join up with you? Uh, I don't think I think our <laughs> friendship would probably end at this point. No, I, I just I say too much vile shit wow. and I, I take wow, yeah, I, I take these games way too personal. That hurts a little I take bit. These, I'm, I'm only being honest, I take these games way too personal. <laughs> well, let, let's uh, get into the details of this game a little bit. So, the Packers, one and a half point favorites, um, on the road going into Minnesota here, over under 47 and a half. Um, I guess let, let's start with you, Remy. Just how do you feel this uh, matchup is going to go in terms of, uh, you know, the, the the Vikings offense? I guess let's start there. Uh, you know, against this Packers defense that stepped up in recent weeks. I've seen I've seen worse, and I there was a little bit of a scare, a little bit of a rumor going around that Kirk might have had COVID, but that has since been debunked. Um, you know, I like this Viking offense. You know, last game. The Packers gave up like 4.6 yards, which was per, per run, which is bottom three in the NFL. Uh, it, la- the last time Dalvin played the Packers, he had 226 total yards. That's the most on Green Bay's defense since 2010. So you got to get Dalvin cooking, uh, not to be cliche there. Um, but yeah, no, you got to get Dalvin going and you got to let Kurt cook as well. Um, 
I just, you know, they they do have a very good pass defense, so our O-line's going to be on top of their game, but not having Jair um, is, is certainly going to help. But then you got Stokes against Jefferson. Um, I think Thielen's got to come out and have, have a pretty good game as well. He's been pretty quiet this season. Um, but, you know, we just got to go out and execute and be aggressive. It's easy to say to go and do those things. But when it's all said and done, you have to you have to put the ball in the end zone, obviously. And, and you got to do it offensively. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Kanger, has Rodgers had a lot of success against this Vikings defense? I know he's uh... – or has it been? It's been more up and down, no. I, 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 you know, I, I kind of have to look at the exact record here, but I mean, Rodgers has played well, but I'd say the last like three or four years, I mean, it's pretty close to five hundred split it's between like, the Packers and Vikings. The Packers might have a win like six, or seven two and more, one, but I it's think. been very close. It, Minnesota is the last like yeah, four or five like years, six, seven, and one, maybe some since Zimmer. Yeah, so, yeah, I know it's been very close, and you know, it's it's kind of funny though because we talk about this matchup and like, you know. Previous years, you go into this, it's all about the Packers offense and the Vikings defense. I actually think it's flipped this this year, right? Because Minnesota's defense is bottom third in the league in just about all statistical categories. They're ranked like 23rd in rush. Uh, I think they're 18th in pass and like overall number 22 or 23 in just total defense in the league this year. Yeah, bottom three in yards pa- given up, I believe. Yeah, and the, and the Packers offense is 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 been you know I th- want to say their overall total offense is like 18th or 19th this year. So the efficiency level just hasn't been there for Green Bay. And then you flip it around, you know Minnesota's offense has been top 10 this year, and Green Bay's defense is statistically a top three to five defense in the league right here. So it's a little bit of a different matchup this year. Um, and you know is is you know always want to have confidence and I know the ability there is on the offensive side for that for them to get going and get rolling and really be productive but uh I actually feel more confident with the defense this year um and it's just like the way that we're playing right now Joe Barry's scheme seems to be working and we really even though we are down a few guys it looks like Rashawn Gary is going to try and play uh we've got some some real good playmakers, and that's honestly the most exciting thing for me this year. And so obviously stopping Delman Cook, who's had a ton of success versus us, that's the most critical thing. Our rush defense has been um, pretty good this year for the most part. And as Remy already talked about, I'm really high on what we can do in the secondary. So the key is, is, is you know, normally you can, or historically you've always waited on a cousin's mistake or two. He's cleaned those up pretty good this year. So I think ultimately, I mean, stopping Delvin Cook is, is going to be the most important thing. I mean, on the outside, they've got good receivers, but I like our ability to match up. Those guys are going to get some chunk yardage. It's just natural. They're, they're going to do it, but it's just overall consistency what we can do. And then, you know, Rashawn Gary talked about it. He's got 46 pressures this year. The Minnesota defense on the other side, I look, they don't even, have, without Daniel Hunter, who is injured, they have 42 combined from their defensive line pressures this year from their edge rushers. So Rashawn Gary has more pressures than the Minnesota defensive line combined this year. That's a stat that I just saw this morning from Pro Football Focus. I think it was Pro Football Focus. I'll have to quote that. But uh, if there's a weekend for the Rodgers and the offense to wake up, to uh, wake up, I like it to be Minnesota this week. And so that's really what I'm looking for. No Aaron Jones. It doesn't look like A.J. Dillon. I'm primed for him to have a big day this week. Um, and hopefully Rodgers can just get it down. I saw this week another thing this morning out of yards or passes thrown over 20 yards in the air. Rodgers currently ranks 25th out of 26 eligible quarterbacks in regards to QB rating. So the deep ball has not been something we've been very good at this year. Minnesota secondary has been dicey. Um, I'm just hoping for a bounce back week because I think Minnesota is going to score, you know, 14, 20 points in this game somewhere in there. I like our defense and hopefully we can come out on top of that. All right. So, um, 
quick question here about injury statuses here. You just said Aaron Jones is, is most likely out for the game. Uh, Jair is obviously still out. Anybody else that's notable that has been playing lately that uh, will will not? I mean, didn't didn't Rashawn Gary have a pretty pretty scary uh, bump yeah, last man. week? I mean, is he going to be yeah, back he, or what? Yeah, so he uh, he snapped like his arm snapped back, right? Like it looked like he. I literally thought he snapped his arm. It like hyperextended the elbow. It like bent mm-hmm. one of the. I forget who it was. Uh, I think it was Homer who who fell on his arm last week, and so it, it, when the when the play happened, I immediately thought he was gonna be gone. But apparently, this week they ran an MRI. There's no ligament or bone or damage to his elbow. It's just a pretty severe hyperextension. So according to him, they're gonna try and brace him up and have him go. Bakhtiari is still not gonna uh, still not gonna play. They're still saying it's not like he's gonna be back. But in regards to anybody else being out there that hasn't played thus far. Barney, I don't. It, it's looking pretty clean for the back. And what about you, Ryan? Uh, so Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson both return to that secondary. Um, so that'll be good this um, for this week. Um, and other than that, you know, obviously no Daniel Hunter, no Michael Pierce. Uh, Michael Pierce won't play uh, this game or against the Niners. Um, that's going to hurt as well our D line. But I like guys like James Lynch to step up. Um, but you know and. I think that's where you get success against the Packers. This season in particular, I've seen Rodgers on his back eating grass more than I have any other season. So it just takes a DJ Wanham strip sack fumble like we saw last year or (laughs) a blindside smack to Rodgers or maybe he walks into the wrong bar this weekend. I don't know. I'm loving Minnesota 28 to 21, baby. (laughs) Mm. All right. Uh, Kinger, what do you got then? You know, I, I, I like this to be a relatively low-scoring game again. I, you know, like I said this 23 number that the Packers have been on, it's, it's been a struggle for us to get over that hump. And so um, I just like Green Bay to be successful on the defensive side this week. I really do. Um, I like Rodgers to bounce back. So I'm taking the Packers, and I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about it, actually. So I'm going to go 23 23 has been the number. I'm going 23-17 Green Bay. Ooh. All right, Barney, what do you got? I think this is going to be a close game, too. Um, the points, man, the points. Green Bay right now is is minus one. That kind of scares yeah. me. Uh, it's at. That's a hammer, Barney. Eight, That's a hammer. Eight, nine and one against the spread. Right, Kinger? Yeah, the only, yeah they're, they won. Were they eight and two? I yeah, know they, they only have nine, one nine, loss against the spread. So yeah, they've co- they've they've covered for nine straight games. I I think Green Bay walks away with the win. Uh, I think it's going to be real close. Could be the last. You know, whoever has the ball last. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say twenty three twenty one Green Bay. I also have twenty three twenty one. Uh, Barney as well. I had that written down right here. So it's just funny that. But for the, the Vikings, situation. right? Uh, oh, Green come Bay. on. Come no, on. Green Bay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Remy. I'm so sorry. I, I do think the Vikings, it, I, I do think they get the ball at the end, uh, but I do think they miss a field goal at the end. Craig uh, the so. leg, man. <laughs> Craig the leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Remy. I'm very sorry. I, I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it to you. Um, but so three three for the Packers, one for the Vikings. <laughs> Remy usually the odd man out when we, these things happen on the podcast, but uh, Remy, you know, for your sake, hopefully, hopefully you're right. Uh, but man, it it should be a fun game. It should be a fun game. 
uh, for sure. And we'll have a lot more to talk about that uh, next week, uh, reacting to all that. Now let's get into the next game, uh, another noon game, and that is the Bears hosting the Ravens. The Bears five-point underdogs, over under 45. Uh, Barney, the Bears coming off a of bye week. The Ravens, uh, they're, they're coming off their bye week too, right? Uh, no, oh, wait, no, 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 they're, they're coming put, off their no, Thursday. They got smoked yeah, last they, week. It, yeah, I, yeah. They didn't play last Sunday, so yeah. Yeah, they, they're coming off an ugly loss against the Dolphins. So uh, does that worry a little bit that they had such a bad performance? They're going to be right, uh, chomping at the bit to get back uh, on track? Not necessarily. I mean, right. they they, uh, they had a quite a quite a break, just like the Bears. I mean, they played last, last Thursday. So uh, they had a long week to get ready for this. Um, but, you know, Nagy is uh, every, you know, he's, I think, 0-3 in, so far in uh, – in his games at following a bye week. So uh, that's what, that's what worries me most. <laughs> um, you know, when, when you look at this, there's a lot of an uncertainty with this game. Uh, the injury report for both teams is pretty riddled with some key players. Uh, Akeem Hicks hasn't practiced yet. Eddie Jackson hasn't practiced yet. Khalil Mack hasn't practiced yet. Allen Robinson's dealing with a hamstring. He hasn't practiced uh, since his game with, uh, with the Steelers. Darnell Mooney's limited with a foot injury, which he's going to be such a key player in this game, uh, and I'll explain why. But you know, just a lot of guys uh, that are starters here that that look like they're probably not going to play uh, versus these Ravens. But at you know, when you look at the Ravens side, I, I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson hasn't practiced yet because he's dealing with an illness that's unrelated to COVID. Um, but I mean, I think it's it's a little bit less severe as long as he can play. There's not too many big time players on their on their list. Uh, but you know, when it comes down to this game, breaking it down, Baltimore comes in with the twelfth ranked offense in points. They're second overall in yards, and they do this primarily through Greg Roman's running game, which is ranked number one overall. Defensively, the Ravens aren't what they used to be. Although they boast the fourth ranked rush defense. You know, they have the league's worst pass defense, and that is going to be the matchup here. Um, you know, it, something's got to give here because the Bears boast the worst pass offense in the league, and they're going up against the worst pass defense. Uh, Don Martindale is one of the most aggressive DCs, which is why this is going to be a huge opportunity for Justin Fields. You know, he's been blitzed heavily all year, and his last two starts has shown that he's becoming a little bit more comfortable under pressure. He's, uh, he's going to have to be able to find the holes and be decisive. It's time for him to let loose. His deep passes have been getting better, and he's, talk and he's taking more and more deep shots the last few weeks. And uh, that's key here because, you know, the Ravens' defense numbers don't lie. They've given up the third most 20-plus yard passes and the second most 40-yard plus passes. So, I mean, chunk yardage is, uh, is going to be available. It's just, are we going to give him enough time to see it? Is he going to be able to... Um, you know, extend and, and and break out of the pocket when when it collapses on us. Uh, you know, when they're blitzing, we're gonna have to find the empty guy, the, the empty slot that that's open. Um, and you know, I, I I like I like Justin right now, and I think you know the last two weeks he's been able to show that he's able to escape the pocket and find the open guy, or just uses his his legs for the uh, to get the the chains moving. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I it's tough for me to to 
love uh, this offense with Nagy, you know, running it. But these last couple games, even though we've lost them, boys, it's been a lot of fun to watch because we are just seeing Justin do better and better each week. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what this season really is all about is his progression. Um, I, I'm going to I mean, I'm going to base this off of Lamar obviously playing. Um, and my prediction is a Bears win. Who thought Bears dogs? We're going to win. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're going to win 26 to 24. And this time. The referees aren't going to bail our opponents out after Justin Fields leads them down the field for a touchdown. All right. All right. Uh, so 26-24 prediction from Barney, a Bears victory. Remy, what do you think? You know, I dislike the Bears, but obviously I dislike the Packers more. Um, but for the sake of, <laughs> you know, I'll repeat myself every week on here until we have a comfortable lead against Chicago for the sake of next year's fantasy draft. I got to take the Ravens, man. Uh, I got buddies going up to this game as well, and he will be wearing his all-black Lamar Jackson jersey 30-24. to 24. It's going to be close. But I think that there might be a holding call that brings that touchdown back to potentially uh, win the game for Chicago. Oh. Sorry, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> 30 to 24. Oh, man. I uh, All right. All right. So, you know, th this uh, Ravens defense is not that great uh, this year. They've been pretty subpar, uh, which is you, when, when you think of the Ravens, you think kind of like an elite defense usually. Uh, and the way they blitz, uh, I think it might give Chicago some problems in this game, but it definitely hasn't been as good. So I do think there'll be some more points out of this game than people might expect. Uh, but I do think I, I think the Bears have their own problems on defense to a certain regard, too, especially if Mac isn't playing. So I, I do like uh, the Ravens to probably cover here. I'm going to go 27-20 uh, Ravens in this one. Kinger? So just to switch it up a little bit, I had 27-20 Baltimore as well. I in my head, this seems like it's a double digit. It seems like it's a double digit win for Baltimore. I'm gonna go 27-17. The biggest thing, Barney, you already highlighted it. I, the the problem with me is is I think the the Ravens are gonna be able to stop the Bears rushing attack, which is what you guys really need complimentary to be able to get fields going. And I don't trust Nagy to have a good game plan versus a defense he what? should be able to exploit. You know, this would should be a game that in my in my head, you know, you hopefully be able to get some chunk plays for fields, but he'll probably have a nice five to seven yard passing tree for all your wide receivers out there. Make it real difficult for him. And I, I you know, the, the Ravens are a better team. They're going to be, I think, a little bit hungry after getting embarrassed last week. And so uh, I just don't know. It's a good matchup for Chicago. So uh, we'll go 27-17. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, uh, too excited about what, what we might have as an offensive day because you know, Allen Robinson being maybe being out is huge. Um, you know, the Bears love to play to the strengths of the other team. And like <laughs> Nagy bolsters up the wide receiver crew and they're all a bunch of sub six foot speedy guys. And and if there's ever going to be a game where, where that's going to correlate well versus this defense, this is the game. But yep. you're right. We might just be throwing balls before the sticks. And and that's going to that's going to be tough to watch if that's the game plan. But. I, I do want to say, uh, I forgot to, to mention our de our defensive our defensive keys to victory here. Uh, you know, it's all about containing 
Lamar and not letting him get to the edge, right? There's going to be a huge emphasis on Roquan this game. He's got to stop the run and be marked up against the Ravens or Lamar's favorite target, Mark Andrews. Uh, I think that tight end's kind of a stud. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, it, at the end of the day, this this Ravens line really hasn't been able to protect Lamar either. He's the only, Justin Fields is the only guy that's been sacked more than Lamar this season. So, um, I don't know. I, I I hope Quinn and and our defense can can uh, can attack this pretty susceptible uh, offensive line. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just a homer, but uh, I think it's gonna be closer than what you guys think. Um. Yeah. And, and you know, Matt Nagy gets a whole extra week to game plan here, Barney. So <laughs> he's gonna break. You know. <laughs> Uh, Nagy, Nagy won coach of the year, right? Two years ago, three years ago? Vic Fangio, but yeah. Uh, Vic, no, I, no, Nagy, didn't I, I'm he? I'm kidding. I'm saying Vic Fangio oh. won every fucking oh, 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 game. Oh. I got you, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, three for the Ravens, one for the Bears uh, in this regard. So, no no, no, all agreement yet, but maybe uh, we'll come to one on this one. Let's go to the last NFC North game. That, of course, is the Lions traveling to Cleveland. Um, as 11-point underdogs <laughs> uh, to a Cleveland team that just lost by 37 points to the Patriots. And the over-under here is 43-and-a-half. So some good news uh, potentially for the Lions is that Derek Goff might not be starting. <laughs> and it, it kind of happens naturally because he has an oblique injury. Uh, he hasn't practiced yet this week. Uh, they said he'd be 50-50 to go. So Kinger, Tim Boyle. Uh, the looks Tim like Boyle he might show. Get, I love it. Uh, his first uh, career start, which I think Lions fans are excited, but I think not because of Tim Boyle, just because it's not Jared Goff possibly going in, in there. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm surprised the Lions haven't tried to make a move before on this just because, you know, when you haven't scored 20 points in 10 straight weeks, uh, usually you see some sort of change happen, some sort of accountability. So I think Dan Campbell, you know, kind of escapes that maybe by getting Tim Boyle in this time. Uh, but I, I don't know how much the offense changes with him in there, to be quite honest with you. Um, I mean, how much have you seen Tim Boyle in just some preseason games in the past, Kingery? What can you I mean, me? that's pretty much what you've you've answered in preseason right. games, right? And, I mean, he's got a great arm. He does. He has a gun. He's he, a little. In, he's very inaccurate, though. So. Very inaccurate. <laughs> but I think a lot – I think he's a good team guy. I think a lot of his, you know, teammates in Green Bay really liked him, liked his ability to control the offense. He seems like he's got a good calming presence out there. So, you know, I, he doesn't necessarily have the receiving core that he had in Green Bay to throw to back in the day. But, uh, you know, I like him to make some big plays. Yeah, I think he's got the ability to make some big plays, but I also think you're going to have a couple where you're shaking your head. But from a Lions perspective, yeah. I'm sure you're just looking for any sort of big play ability at all because you're not getting that. With We're looking Goff. like for average yard uh, yeah. air yards, like f over four yards. That'd be nice. No, nice little <laughs> That's asking eight for, like, to nothing. 12 yard throw. Yeah, right. Uh, we're not asking for much, you know, uh, but I, I, I do think if he gets in there, it, it'll be a positive change. Uh, just something to change up this offense because it is stuck in the mud right now. Uh, I'm, besides the fact that we do have Taylor Decker and Sewell back and they look really good last week, um, allowed, well, they allowed a few sacks, but I, I credit those more to Jared Goff just having no pocket presence whatsoever than actually getting beat off the line badly. Um, but, I mean, we ran for over 230 yards last week. Uh, the Patriots ran for over 200 yards against this Cleveland defense. I think that's what the Lions are going to have to do this week uh, because 
uh, Miles Garrett, you know, a five and five Browns team, but Miles Garrett is the favorite right now to be defensive player of the year. He's heading up. He's, he's such a good player. It'll be good to uh, see him and Decker go against each other. Uh, or if he lines up against Sewell, that'll be an exciting matchup uh, because Sewell continues to be the best uh, off the line so far taken in this year's draft. Uh, and and he, again, he's only 20 years old, Sewell. Don't forget, he's only 20 years old, which is just insane. So um, I look forward to see our offensive line going against this defensive line. Now the other way around, the Lions defensive line is going to really step up uh, against this offensive rushing attack. I don't know if Nick Chubb will be back yet off of COVID. So it might be Dearness again. You have Baker, who said he's as hurt as he's ever been in his career. Usually you don't see guys admit that. So for him to admit that, uh, he must be really hurting. Uh, I'm surprised they actually don't start Keenum, considering how hurt Baker is. <laughs> he has a torn labrum. He has a bum knee, a bum ankle. <laughs> I don't know how he's uh, playing in this game. So the Lions are really going to have to step up defensively. I think they can force a couple turnovers. 11 points, so underdogs this is this could be a if this is that mm. actually i think the lions have a better chance of uh, in the road than at home honestly <laughs> 11's a line my site was shown offline this morning because they don't know who's going to play qb qb for us yeah oh i i don't think it makes that big of a difference uh, well i know that i mean i wonder i wonder if maybe the baker thing I, yeah. I think baker's gonna play, yeah that you know? that would make a difference although case came did an admirable job on the thursday night game uh <sighs> You know, I, I, I've been going back and forth whether I think the Lions can win this game. I, I, I think it's going to be really close, though. I'm going to go 23-20. The Lions uh, don't pull it out because it is on the road, and Cleveland uh, is still, you know, hunting for that playoff spot while the Lions are just hunting for their first victory. Uh, but I'm going to go 23-20. Don't worry. The Lions are going to wait for that first victory on Thanksgiving afternoon. But, uh, <laughs> right now, Um I don't have the Lions pulling this one out, uh, 23-20. Uh, so I'm curious what you guys think about this one, though. Uh, let's go to Kinger first. I'm going to go 30-23, Cleveland. Mm. Um, a lot of points. I'm a little we bit, got over 20 I points? Yeah. I, I'm a little bit hesitant, but this Browns defense is not very good, guys. You know, they've, they've really struggled, and with the expectation, I mean, they've got a lot of big names out there, but with the – the reality of this the season is is it has not lived up to the expectations that uh, everybody was hoping for. I mean, you got Miles Garrett last week calling out their DC for lack of in-game adjustments. Uh, the numbers just aren't there. And although we are dealing with a Lions offense with a lot of questions, I mean, these guys play well. I like the rushing attack. I think they're going to have some success here. Um, maybe maybe getting a little too aggressive with the points, but even that's still, I, you know, I think Cleveland's going to have success on the offensive side. I don't see Detroit going into Cleveland win, so we'll make it a close game. I think 11's definitely doable for the cover if that's what the line is, but uh, they're not going to get it done this week, so I'm rolling Cleveland. Mm, all right. Remy? You know, I wanted to take the Lions. I really did, but I Tim Boyle and uh, yucky. It's just going to be a mess. Uh 24-17 in favor of Cleveland. Uh I, I you know, I still think they cover. I'm still taking the I'm still taking the eleven and a half, but yeah, I hope Swift just goes off for my fantasy purposes. Sorry, Big Z. It's gonna have to wait another week for a victory. Yeah, well less than a week, actually. Less than a week, yeah. Short week. Uh, yeah. Nice, nice little turnaround. Uh Barney. Uh overall, I just think this is gonna be an ugly game to watch. Um, I don't think there will be too many uh, red zone uh, opportunities for 
for the Lions, but I, I also I think this is going to be a big field goal game. Um, I, th- I can see that. I think I think Detroit covers, but only because the line or the, only because Cleveland doesn't put up a lot of points. I'm going to say 19 to 10. All right. Um, I should mention as well that the Lions got a new kicker named Riley Patterson. Uh, he was on the Vikings practice squad, Remy. Uh, and he was also, and he's most recently on the uh, Patriots uh, practice squad as well. Never has kicked an NFL kick, but it can't be any worse than the kicks we saw last week um, against Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, uh, while our main kicker Austin Sieber continues to be hurt uh, with an undisclosed injury, or I think it was a quad or a groin or something like that, whatever it is, he can't kick it. So we got to rely on this uh, guy, Riley Patterson, uh, from Memphis, and just the practice squad NFL kicker. So hopefully he's ready to go. Uh, welcome to the uh, Detroit Lions, Riley Patterson. It'll be a fun experience for you. But, uh, okay, so we went through all the NFC North games. Again, those are all at noon, so we're going to have to get three screens going for those games uh, on Sunday. But it should be a good day. It should be a good day uh, for some football. Now let's get to our last segment, and that, of course, is best bets. Bernie. Yeah, we got, we got major news here as uh, – Remy has now taken the lead. Ooh. Yeah, I, I had uh my first 0 and 3 week in uh you know this season and that was uh that was that was a tough one. I, I lost I lost some scroll last week, boys, but Remy took advantage. He went two and one. He's in first, I'm in second, Kinger's in third, and Big Z, you're climbing. You're climbing. Only a few more weeks, maybe. But yeah. uh but Remy, you know, you're hot. You got the hot end. Why don't you lead us off? Yes, I look to continue and hopefully maintain my first place. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drink a little bit of this thing they call the purple Kool-Aid. I'm taking Minnesota plus one and a half because I just outright think we're gonna win that game. <laughs> There's my first downfall, right? Um <laughs> but no, my second one, big Z, this is gonna I'm switching from purple to blue. I'm taking Detroit plus eleven and a half. There's no way they can mm, lose. Blue Kool-Aid, baby. There's no way they can lose more than that. And if they do, it's all it's it's all, oh, it's all yes, your there fault is. then. No, I'm just kidding. But my last one, <laughs> second favorite team, Cincy, minus one, baby. Let's go, Bengals. Mm, all right. How about you, King? And the Bengals are on the road uh in uh Vegas. Vegas uh been struggling lately, so and the Bengals yeah, we'll coming start, off a bye. We'll start with that game there. I'm actually going to take the over 50 in that game. I like a lot of points to be scored. The Bengals defense has really struggled these last few weeks. Uh, after the big win against the Ravens last month, they've let up 34 and 41 consecutively. Uh, the Raiders are due for a bounce back week. The Chiefs defense, which hasn't been very good, but has been playing better, really shut them down. I think both defenses are susceptible here. 50 seems a little low for me. I would have taken that probably up to 54, 55. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that one. So we're going to start with the over in that game. Uh, second, I'm going to take the we're growing two NFC North bets. I'm taking the Ravens on the road. Four and a half seems low to me still. I wish that's to me that spread feels more like it should be six or seven. So I'm going to get the Ravens low. It dropped a full point this morning with the Lamar news. So I'm going to hop on that. And then last game. Let's ride the hottest team in the NFL gambling, boys. Give me the Packers minus <laughs> one. Have to do it. I, I saw that line and was salivating again. So sorry, Remy. Those are my three this week. I need a bounce back week because I was also an O for last week. All right. There it is. Uh, B- Barney, you want to go last or you want, do you want to go now? I want to go last. All right. All right. So I will go. I'm bringing the teaser. 
back this week. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A seven-point teaser, of course, for plus uh, 120. So I'm teasing down the 49ers to plus a half point, so pretty much win the game or tie against the Jaguars. Uh, The ties are in play, as I well know after last week. Um, Tease the Bills down to a pick and then uh, tease up uh, the Steelers to 12.5 against the Chargers. Uh, That's my favorite teaser for this week. Um, I'm going to go Kansas City minus 2.5 against the Cowboys. I think Kansas City has figured out some of their offensive issues. Um, I I think that Cowboys seems a little overrated. Over 56.5 is a lot of points. I do like the fact that that game is in Kansas City, though. Uh, so I will be I'm gonna be riding what I think is a hot hand of the Chiefs right now. And then I gotta go with Kinger on the the Packers at minus one and a half uh, just because uh, until uh, they prove to me that they can't cover the spread, I'm gonna be rolling with them. Sorry, Remy, I'm so this sorry. This will be the week. I'm, I'm telling so you. <laughs> there's a lot of ones there's a lot of lines I like out there though, uh, this week too. like I I, I think. The 49ers have found a. I, I think they're a bad matchup for the Jaguars. Uh, you know, the. This, I'm scared, though. This could feel like a letdown week for Kyle Shanahan, though, after the big win last week. Yeah. I mean, I agree the matchup is there, but we'll see. I feel like this could be a letdown week for him. Some other interesting ones, like the Cardinals, only two points against the Seahawks. I don't know if. Is Kyler Murray supposed to play this week? Do we know? I, it, that's a long time for him to be out. I think he is. Uh, so there, there's some interesting ones out there, though. Uh, I, I, I I can tell you one game I will not touch. That is Jets Dolphins. Get me away from that thing! <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I'll watch that. That that is brutal. But uh, Barney, take it. Uh, finish it up here. Uh, I'm going with two team totals this week and one spread. Uh, first one, I think Justin Fields is going to pass the 19 and a half point mark. Um, I, I I think he's rolling, and I think this Ravens defense kind of stinks. Uh, but I like uh, Justin Fields there getting us 19 and a half. Um, the next one is I like Dallas Cowboys. It's 27 and a half right now is their team total. Basically any team so far that Kansas city's face that has an offense has scored at least 30. Uh, they've been scored 30 plus points like six times this year. Uh, not necessarily saying they win them all, but, uh, at the end of the day, I like Kellen more and his ability to script up a nice offense uh, game plan versus a pretty shitty defense in the Chiefs. And then my last game, um, it's tough, but I think I'm going to roll with the Bengals minus one at Vegas. Uh, at the end of the day, Vegas, I feel like, is in shambles. They had the coach go down. They had uh, Henry Ruggs get hurt. You know, with with the way that uh, he's hurt the team, and uh, you see that corner, the cornerback that was flashing a gun. Yeah, Damon Arnett is 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 uh, oh calling God. out, you know, Twitter trolls and and saying he's gonna, you know, kill him and shit like that. Uh, completely undisciplined team, and not to mention Deshaun Deshaun Jackson comes in to replace rugs and he forgets which side is the uh the end zone and and he starts running backwards and all of a sudden fumbles the ball i just got no faith in this uh this vegas team to win this game and joey burrow joey b i mean who's not a fan of this guy so Bengals minus one is my third game all right there you go we have the best bets uh for the week so 
I think we're all feeling pretty good about it, uh, except Remy maybe on our Packers ones. Uh, but, you know, that's how it goes sometimes, buddy. I'm sorry. Scared uh, but money man, don't you know, make a money. Lot, a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I'm sure uh, we'll have a lot to talk about um, next week. Uh, recapping these games should be a fun week of football. Uh, definitely a consequential one uh, for probably the rest of the season for the Vikings and Packers, especially the Vikings, though, uh, if they want any chance of even competing down the stretch here for the division. So um, Instagram at the pylon, Twitter at the pylon pod. Please follow us on there. Message us. Uh, get your thoughts on this week's upcoming games. Maybe give us some thoughts on your best bets for the week, weekend. Um and then Instagram or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. Other than that, gentlemen, listeners, uh, everybody have. Oh, and thank you to our producer, KJ, as well. Uh, but listeners, uh, Luke, our pylon crew, uh, everybody just have a great weekend. Uh, we can't wait to talk more football with you, recapping these games uh, early next week. Bear down. <laughs> <laughs>